Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. We have a great group walking in to uh, talk about this wonderful documentary that uh, will debut in theaters tomorrow here in St. Louis. And uh, let's get a microphone set up for Lindsay Barra. She is the granddaughter of Yogi Barra, the executive producer of this fine documentary. And the director, Sean uh, Mullen, is here as well. Sean, great to see you again. How are you doing? Great. Thanks for having Good. me. And uh, Lindsay, last night was a lot of fun. Thank you very much for having us. How did you think the, uh, the screening went? I thought it was great, but I was just saying it was kind of a friendly crowd because I think I was related to about 80% of them. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. I want to start with this because this was a labor of love for you. You've wanted to make this documentary for a long time. How do you feel about the finished product? Oh, I'm super excited about the the finished product. And we've been working on it for five years. Like you said, it's a real labor of love. So I'm I'm just thrilled that folks are going to be able to to see it. Um, But I always say, when people say you wanted to make the documentary for a long time, I always have to give full credit to our producer, Peter Soboloff. It was really his idea, not mine. Uh, He had seen the Mr. Rogers documentary and approached my family and said, how come there's no Mr. Rogers documentary but about your father? And uh, my (laughs) dad and uncles were like, no one's made one. And he said, well, can I? And he had made a movie with Sean previously and introduced Sean to the family. And that was how the ball really got rolling. So full props to Peter Soboloff. And I told you last night, too, I cried. I, I <laughs> cried and I was talking to them about it. It was just such a beautiful story because it felt like just like Yogi, that whole documentary and movie was easy to love as well. And you see why he was just such this huge figure in baseball, but also off the field as well. I don't want to give away too much mm-hmm. with this documentary, but it seems like a lot of this was conceptualized after what happened at the 2015 All-Star Game. Can you tell us how this all kind of came about and what happened in that All-Star Game? So they, they uh, prior to the 2015 All-Star Game at um, Great American Ballpark in Cincinnati, the MLB brought out what they called the four greatest living players. And it was Hank Aaron, Johnny Bench, Sandy Koufax, and Willie Mays. And I was sitting there watching the game with my grandpa Yogi, and I looked at him and I said, are you dead? And he said, not yet. So <laughs> I, we don't for a second think that Grandpa should have replaced any of those guys because they're all tremendous players. But I definitely think he should have been out on the field with them for sure. And, you know, the, the thought, I think anyway, is that there's kind of a recency bias. Grandpa played his last game in May of 1965 and then for almost 50 years was managing and being quoted in the press saying funny things and doing commercials. And he becomes this kind of pop culture icon and that's what folks remember him for most because it's what happened most recently so i hope that the documentary 
really puts him back in the conversation as one of the greatest players of all time because I think he belongs there. Sean, when you're putting a, a project like this together, you're dealing with an icon, an iconic family, uh, and you have the family present. How much pressure or nervousness is there to make sure you get it exactly the way that the family likes it? And for, as Brooke said, so the fans and the people that are watching can dry, have those tears well up when they're watching that movie. Well, thanks for bringing that trauma back. I appreciate <laughs> it. That's really nice. Yeah, that's good having flashbacks of not sleeping. No, I mean, the, the, the pressure's tremendous. I mean, you know, this is uh, one of the iconic, not only one of the most iconic players of all time, but one of the most iconic kind of Americans of all time. Mm -hmm. And a great American story, too. I mean, a lot of people don't know, but he was, you know, he raised, you know, he went and, and, and raised his right hand and volunteered uh, for World War II, you know, before he could be drafted. And he was in, he was on, you know, the beaches of Normandy and D-Day. So, um, you know, it was a, it was a real, real honor to be, you know, to be considered for the project and to, to spend the past five years and getting to know, uh, you know, the Bear family. You know, Lindsay uh, started to refer to me as uh, the older brother she never had. And I said, well, if that's the case, then Yogi's the grandpa I never had. So I win. So, uh, no, really, really lucky to um, to be a part of this project. And I just, you know, we're so excited to be getting out. And the reviews have been really great. And it's been exciting that it's been so well received. So, And Lindsay, since your grandpa lived in Montclair, New Jersey, and he was just so attached to the Yankees, I think people in St. Louis might not realize how attached he remained to St. Louis oh, and the Cardinals, right? Yeah, absolutely. So... Um, first of all, his family is, there's still so much family here. My mm -hmm. grandmother grew up on a farm in Howes Mill, Missouri, and her family is still here. And I, I have hundreds of Barra cousins that are still on the hill and in the surrounding areas. Um, but Grandpa watched so many Cardinals games. I would say he watched as many Cardinals games as he did Yankees games. Yadier Molina was like his absolute favorite for like the whole time Yadi was was in the big leagues. Um, but he also watched tons of Blues games. He followed the Saint, University of St. Louis Billikens basketball team <laughs> religiously. And I have to tell you, one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life was my grandpa at a very advanced age, not super with it, attempting to explain what a Billiken was to his Haitian nurse. And I wish that I had video. It was hysterical. <laughs> That's a beautiful moment. Yeah. Sean, I wanted you, you explained last night your your three step process in putting this together, and it's kind of I don't know if this is your philosophy in building a, a film, but can you take us through your your pro process here? Yeah, the structure. I mean, so I have a screenwriting background. This is actually only my second documentary. I come from scripted world, so I've, I've worked in this you know scripted films for for over a decade in, in Los Angeles, and so yeah, when I'm looking at a film. You know, when I'm looking at the structure, what I try to do, it doesn't work w with every film perfectly, but this one, it really fell into place nicely, is, you know, you go back to the beginning, you go back to Aristotle, right? I mean, the very beginning of, you know, drama studies and the idea that, you know, all great stories are a three-act structure. In the first act, there's some sort of crisis. In the third act, there's some sort of catharsis, right? And so you kind of track that journey from crisis to catharsis. And, and for this particular film, this idea, the crisis was, this is an, an incredible ball player who's been kind of overshadowed by his off-the-field persona and, and kind of forgotten in a lot of ways uh, as a, at least a ball player. And then the catharsis being, he'll, after this, you know, he'll never be forgotten. So that mm -hmm. that kind of journey was what we used as kind of the guideposts for the 90-minute the, the feature film. And I, you know, I think we were able to execute on that. It seemed like he had the, a great ability to just simplify things on the field, and that had a lot to do with his success. I also like how much the yogiisms were brought up on there because they were very simple quotes and they were very unique to him. But then I liked during and not to give too much away, but like during the film, you would have like quotes from Confucius, and then you'd have a yogiism, and you're like, it makes sense. Same the thing. things yeah. that he would say, like <laughs> it ain't over till it over. You're like, wow, that makes a lot of sense, and it just shows how special of a person and how smart of a person. 
than he was, too. Yeah, he just had a very um, kind of black and white way of seeing the world. I always say it was very easy for him to kind of cut through the crap and call a spade a spade. Um, and, you know, he would always say, people tell me to say a yogiism. And it wasn't something he did on purpose. It was really just representative of his worldview. And they would just kind of fall out of his mouth. And, and we would say to him, oh, dad, you said another one. Oh, grandpa, you said another one. Um, but he was great to go to for advice because he was able to just shut out all the noise and tell you exactly what you needed to do. And I always say it was kind of tough also because he was very quick to point out the right thing to do, but the right thing to do is not always the easy thing mm-hmm. to do. But once he pointed out, you were like, oh, snap, he's right. And that's what I've got to do. And it's going to stink. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, you know, he, he was so funny to be around. And, and I was so lucky to have him until I was almost 39 years old. So many kids lose their grandparents when they're young. But to be able to, I had my Grammy Carmen until I was almost 37. So it was just a, really a tremendous gift to be able to spend so much time with them. Lindsay, do you have a favorite yogiism that you apply to your life on a regular basis? I, I apply pretty like all of them on a regular <laughs> basis. But I mean, my favorite ones are the existential ones. If the world were perfect, it wouldn't be. The future ain't what it used to be. But I mean, almost every day I say deja vu all over again. When you come to a fork in the road, take it. I use kind of take the fork as kind of like a motivational self-talk. Like when I don't want to get out of bed in the morning, take the fork, Lindsay. So I think they're all really applicable to everyday life. Being the the granddaughter of of such an iconic figure, what was that like for you growing up? I didn't know. Mm. Uh, You know, by the time I was old enough to realize that Grandpa Yogi, the guy that I made meatballs with at the holidays and played wiffle ball with in the yard, and he burned all our hot dogs at the family (laughs) barbecues, by the time I was old enough to realize that that guy was also Yogi Berra, the guy who had, you know, 10 World Series championships and was this like icon to so many people he'd already been just grandpa yogi for so long that it was kind of hard for me to rationalize Mm -hmm. and now obviously i'm a a grown-up now and i know that's who he was but my memories of the hot dog burning guy are the grandpa (laughs) yogi and when i talk about the baseball guy it's it's yogi berra and it's still it's it's crazy to me that that he did all that and it's always so astonishing and and humbling and never ceases to amaze me how many folks come up to him and say, I met your grandpa one time, or I never met your grandpa, but he inspired them or touched them in some way. And they say they loved him and they mean it in the same sense of the word as I mean it when they, when I say I loved my grandfather and it's, it's totally incredible. It gives me goosebumps all the time. So Sean Lindsay grew up around Yogi. What was the the overarching thing that you learned about Yogi Berra? Because like Brooke said, she had a peripheral knowledge, but what'd you learn? uh, The big thing you learned about Yogi Berra that you didn't know coming into this? Well, I think I think like with most people who will take this film in, I knew he was good. I didn't know he was great, you know, and that was a really big thing. That's something we want to get across is like his greatness as a ball player. But I think something that'll stick out to audiences and it stuck out to me as over the course of the documentary was just how wonderful his relationship with was with his wife, with Carm. That love mm-hmm. story was really beautiful. Those letters you got, right? Or those are great, right? Those like, are fantastic. I, yeah. I, I, I cried a yeah. lot. But the, the, Carmen, the Carmen story was amazing. Yeah. So yeah. like that love story is really powerful. I mean, the 65-year marriage and, and just having each other's back. And then, you know, when tensions escalate with, you know, him and George and they're in the room arguing about this, this you know, reconciliation, she goes in and it, it, it stops, you know. So stuff like that was um, really, I thought, beautiful and and uh, really important uh, to draw out in this story. And I think the other thing is is the D-Day stuff, is the military stuff. I'm a veteran as well, and so that was really important for me to to kind of make a bit of a meal out of that, uh, that D-Day stuff. I, Good. I was just going to say, I think it's also like just important to point out that this is not 
just a baseball movie. Mm. Obviously, there's some baseball stuff in it and some amazing stats, and you see great archival footage um, of, of Grandpa playing that just really shows you. You'll get a new appreci- appreciation for just how good he was. But there's something in this film for for everybody, first-generation Italian immigrant, a veteran, the love story with my uh, grandmother. We, we tell some stories that just, you know, anybody can identify with the length a parent is willing to go to to protect their children. That's in the story. So it's not just a baseball yeah. story. It's a human story, and you don't need to be a fan to enjoy it. It's extraordinarily well done. It opens in theaters tomorrow. Lindsay and Sean, thanks so much for being a, a, a part of our community and bringing this to St. Louis to, to get things rolling. We're really looking forward to its success. I'm really excited for St. Louis to see it, too, and go Billikens. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay Barris, she's the executive producer and granddaughter of Yogi Bear and Sean Mullen, the director of this fantastic documentary, and you can see it in theaters here in St. Louis starting tomorrow.